This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. My name is Dara. This is Dear Hallmark. Thank you for joining me for another week of Hallmark shenanigans. And if you're new here, first of all, welcome. Take your shoes off, hang your coat up. There's a place at the dining table with your name on it. But what we do here is dear home, at Dear Homework is we just kind of talk shop about the week's previous movies. And with it being Countdown to Christmas, as you've seen in the last few episodes, sometimes I double up. Um, but this episode is really special because I want to talk exclusively about my Norwegian holiday. And I want to take you through my movie, wa- my movie watching process because it's just kind of front loaded. This movie surprised me. It surprised me. It surprised me. It surprised me. So when the schedule first came out in September, I think it was like September 20th, September 21st, I saw the premise for it and I was immediately, in the words of Justin Bieber, immediately no, <laughs> immediately no, immediately no. I've seen all that I need to see immediately now. So that was, for lack of better words, my least ante- one of my least anticipated movies of the season. I'm not even going to hold you. And so fast forward to this weekend. My friend watched it live. I wasn't able to. I had a prior commitment, but she watched it live and... she was DMing me about how surprised she was that the movie impacted her the way that it did. And by how potent her word choice was in expressing to me how the movie impacted her, it made me, I watched it, um, I watched most of it later that evening because I did record it and then I finished it on Saturday and I was blown away so here is the premise let me actually that's what I want to do I want I want to read to you the premise that was given to us in the Hallmark countdown to Christmas I'm trying to bring it up here. Bear with me because I just decided to do this right now. Let me see if I can bring up. But if you don't know anything about the movie, the movie stars Rhiannon Fish and a gentleman whose name I I don't want to mispronounce because it is Norwegian. And here it is right here. Okay. So, and this is a concise, more concise version than what Variety gave us when the schedule was first released. So, on Hallmark, it says, Dealing with her grandma's death, JJ seeks dissertation inspiration. Henrik, drawn to her troll figurine, invites her to Bergen, Norway to trace its origins. Starring Rhiannon Fish and David 
else in doing. So you lost me at Troll. That's where I checked out. But again, I said, the way that my friend was going on about this movie, I said, I need to watch it. And I'm immediately captivated by how it's filmed. There's a mood and a tone in the cinematography in this film that automatically and immediately set it apart and brought me in and made me feel some type of way in a good way. And I, this, I can't, I'm trying to find, but I am just, this was by far the most surprising movie that I've ever watched. Apart from Game Set Love, apart from, well, Ghost of Christmas always, I think. This might be the Ghost of Christmas. I know I said that with Holiday Road, but now I feel like <laughs> this might be the Ghost of Christmas always for the season. In my opinion, not th in that it's one of my top three. It's in my top ten, but not my top three. But in terms of how much it surprised me and how impactful the movie was. So, Rihanna's character, JJ, she's a high school physics teacher, um, was in no way about, like, she was just not here to go on a random trip to Norway with some guy she just met. And I don't want to spill too much because I, I really want you guys to watch this movie. It's when she gets to Norway that we see her character arc begin to form. And it's so beautiful how she opens herself up to serendipity and spontaneity and destiny and how she is able, how also healing is able to come in terms of questions she had about her family line and just some things that went on in her childhood, which leads me to one of the most powerful scenes in this movie. So while she's in Norway, she's doing stuff with Henrik's family. She's um, staying at Henrik's grandmother's home and she brought along the troll that her grandma was one of her grandmom's prized possessions. And so while she's there, she's asking different craftsmen where her grandmother could have received this troll just to find out more about her grandma. Henrik's grandmother, looking at the troll, and by this point, JJ has found out that there are th there's initials on the back of the troll, AAA. And she told Henrik's grandmother and she says, oh, I know who that could be. And so then we are led to a character, like the connections. And then Rihanna's discovery of her grandmom's history in relation to him. Again, I don't want to give too much away. Rhiannon acted the mess out of that part. I almost cried. Oh my gosh, I got choked up. Next, I'm entering this scene into the most iconic, not iconic, but most powerful scene in Hallmark Cinema, in my opinion. JJ is telling Henrique's grandmother just about her grandmother and their relationship and how she doesn't have one anymore. That was her last grandmother. And so Henrik's grandmother pauses. She looks at her and she says, 
So it seems that you must have a vacancy in your life, no? And JJ says, yeah. Yeah, I guess you can say that, yeah. And then Astrid, that's the grandmom's name. Astrid says, well, I would love nothing more than to be your grandmother and to fill that vacancy if you'll have me. Y'all, y'all, I, it was that if you'll have me that messed me up. Oh my gosh. Such beautiful, powerful words. Another scene. I forgot this one. So this is the third, a third scene that choked me up. After JJ found out the connection of her grandmother to the person who carved the troll, she needed a moment to process. She was feeling emotionally overwhelmed. So she was just walking around in the forest or walking back. Astrid got back before JJ. And so Henrik asks her, well, where's JJ? And you just see Astrid's face long and melancholic. And next thing you know, we see JJ just walking through the forest. And she sees someone from afar. And who do we see? Sheesh. Running. With a limp. Henrik had a major sports industry that causes him to have a limp now when he walks. But he was running full force like a like he stole something. He was running full force like a football player trying to not get tackled and going down to the touchdown. Like that's how f- he was running for the Olympic gold medal. But he was running so hard, you c- it made his limp even that harder. But you can tell he was pushing through it because he just had to get to her as fast as he could. Yo, I choked up. And there weren't even any words in that scene. It was music. It was him running. It was her seeing him running. It was them colliding into a hug. It was him taking her into him, embracing her. And you can tell by the way he was embracing her that he was saying, I'm here. Everything's going to be okay. Yo. (laughs) This movie messed me up. (laughs) This movie messed me up, y'all. When I tell you, I was not ready. And I loved Henrik's relationship to his sister. And seeing that even at the wedding reception at the end, seeing them dancing goofily together. Beautiful. So beautiful. They felt like real siblings to me. Man. Now, and then the scenery. Bergen. Oh my goodness. Now, a little bit of his like personal history on myself with my relationship with Norway. Almost 10 years ago now, I took my first international trip outside of the United States, and it was for a study abroad course through my interior design program, my master's program, and we were studying Scandinavian design. Copenhagen was home base for two months, and then we did a week uh, that we split up um, Stockholm and Oslo. So it totaled for a week, but we did like three days in um, Oslo and then four days in Stockholm. No, 
three days in Oslo, three days in Stockholm, one day travel. Sorry. And so Oslo knocked my wig right off. <laughs> it dispersed my edges across the Atlantic Ocean because that country is so gorgeous. It is so multifaceted, which I think adds to the richness of the country. Not only is it multifaceted in landscape, it is also multifaceted in people groups, which I was not expecting at all. I thought it was more homogenous, like I later found out in Stockholm, which is definitely a more, it's, it, it has a more homogenous people group there because as I was walking th- there through there with my big old fro, people were looking at me like, where, where, where did we source her from? <laughs> But I walking through the streets of Oslo, I was a dime a dozen, which I wasn't expecting. And even the restaurant that I that I ate at, my server was Mexican. So I just I wasn't prepared for that. But the landscapes in Norway is something otherworldly. You can turn one way and have fjords going into an endless abyss of sea and sky. You turn another way, you can have something like major industrialization with warehouse, like funky warehouses and harbors and such. You go even farther into the city, you'll have some skyscrapers, but then you turn down one street and then see old European architecture. It's so gorgeous. And then to top it off, and this is, I don't care what movie it is. If you throw the Northern Lights in a movie, which they did in this one, if you throw the Northern Lights in a movie, you, you got me. It's an extra bonus point because it is my lifelong dream to view the Northern Lights in one of those Scandinavian countries, whether it specifically, I was going to say particularly, but specifically Norway or Iceland. It's my dream. It's my dream. So the fact that they saw the Northern Lights, which I know they really didn't, but you know what I mean. I, that just added more. And it's like, woof, this movie here. Y'all, I wasn't ready. So if you were side-eyeing my Norwegian holiday like I was in the beginning, give it a chance. Give it a chance. For real, give it a chance. And honestly, because of the mood and tone of this, I can see myself watching this movie throughout the year. It doesn't have an inherent cozy Christmassy feel, in my opinion, but the movie was so good that I can see it like this. This was just beautiful and I can totally see myself rewatching this throughout the year. So you guys do yourself a favor and check out my Norwegian holiday. Do it right now. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, you guys, that's all I have to say about my Norwegian holiday. It, it's beautiful. I'm going to give it, oof, is it perfect? I don't under, I don't know why I'm hesitant to give it five crowns. I don't know why I'm hesitant to give it five crowns. I'm going to give it four and a half. I'm going to give it four and a half. So I would love to know your thoughts on my Norwegian holiday, if you've seen it already. 
And you can do so by leaving me a voice message. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you are able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And I can play it here on the podcast. Um, And there's some other links in the show notes as well. So make yourself at home and, and check out Dear Hallmark. We got a lot going on. Be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram because we cut up over there for sure. Well, you guys, that is going to do it for me here in this episode of Dear Hallmark. Can you believe we have two weeks left of Countdown to Christmas? How wild is this? And this coming weekend, we have Kimberly Sustad's uh, Miracles of Christmas movie, Paul Campbell and Lindy Greenwood's Magic and Mistletoe movie. Those are the two that I'm looking forward to the most this weekend, and I'm very, 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 very excited. Well, you guys, in the meantime, between time, my friends, be sure to watch a Countdown to Christmas movie that you love. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.